day. Hello. Well, hello. Good day. Hello. Good day, New York. Good day. <laughs> good day, Irene. What? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome uh, to three funny ladies. That is Joseph Bailey. That is the sublime Suzanne Jacobs. Oh, mm. sublime, huh? Mm-hmm. So how the hell are you? I'm all right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Anything exciting happening? Oh, excuse me. Um, no, just, you know, I'm not really feeling it today. Sure. Sure. Just sure. having one of those days. Yeah. How are you? Okay. What are you uh, up to? Well, the mouse has been caught. <gasps> oh, my. Uh... Pete uh, heard some rustling in the night and found it in the bag of hamburger buns that we had oh on my. top of the refrigerator. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he saw a little furry butt in the bag, so he just picked up the bag and another bag and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there's that. Well, that's good. Uh, sure. I'm sure there's more than just the one. Um, and what else? I haven't watched RuPaul's Drag Race. I've tried. I, I don't. I, it's too much. I don't care. Yeah. It's just something to do. Yeah. Um, I have been watching The Traders. Have you guys been watching The Traders? No, I haven't watched any of it ever. Oh, I love it so much. I love that's it what so. I hear. I hear that about you. So, yeah, it's good. It is good. Someone I love is already gone from it. Um, but that's okay. That's all. and and Phaedra. I I'm actually loving Phaedra. Who is this now? Phaedra from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta is on it. Ah, I see. Because it's the celebrity version. Very heavy on the quotes. <laughs> very heavy. Um, is Alan Cummings still the host of it? Oh, yeah. And you hate him? I don't love him. You don't love him. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Um, made some chili today. It's currently make- baking away in the crock pot. Ooh, I love me some chili. Yeah, me too. So good. So that's happening. And uh, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Um, This SNL 1975 movie is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm intrigued. It's Jason Reitman, so I feel good about that. Okay. I don't, I mean, the people, the only quote-unquote name they have in this cast is... Lamorne Morris from New Girl, who's playing Garrett Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's good casting. Um, but the others, I don't know. I, obviously, I don't know who they are, but just looking at them, I'm like, I don't like them. Um, yeah, no, I hate them. They all look, the, the look is very good. They all sort of look like the person they're playing, and that's good. But I just, I, yeah, I don't, I don't need this movie. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to see it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I don't even know when it's supposed to be out. 
I mean, I don't even know if they've started filming it yet, but so that, so that's something. The other thing is, so Io Debery was, on, was hosting Saturday Night Live last night. Okay. With musical guest Jennifer Lopez. Okay. And uh, sometime this week, they unearthed a uh, time. Did you hear about this already? About this podcast? No. So Iowa Debery was on a podcast a while ago talking okay. all about how Jennifer Lopez's singing career is one of the greatest scams in America. <laughs> um, and how she, she claims on this podcast that like Maya sang on some of Jennifer Lopez's records in the early 2000s. And so just going on and on about this. Uh, and so they wound up together on Saturday Night Live. Um, I watched it. It was it was pretty funny. Um, during the second time that Jennifer Lopez sang, I said to Joe, I'm surprised that she wasn't in any of the sketches. And then he said she probably didn't want to be. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, and then at the end of the show, they did not hug each other. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was some piping hot tea. Nice, nice. Some hot goss. <laughs> uh, but she was funny on there. You know, she, I didn't realize that she did stand up before she's made it big. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I knew she did improv, but I wasn't sure that it was also, I didn't know that it was also stand up. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I thought the show was pretty funny. And then um, okay. on the 24th, they have some white male comedian hosting. So, well, how very um, diverse of them. I know. It's like whenever they get a comedian on there, it's always some white guy. It's like there are other people who, I mean, even a white woman would be better than another white man that we've never heard of. I mean, listen, listen. Um, what else? I feel like there was something else. I have been watching. We talked about this last week. I do think I've been watching uh, True Detective. Oh, yeah. And it looks like they're going to like weave all of this, the seasons together. Oh, I've never watched any of that either. Yeah, it's sort of it, it, anthology ish. So. That'll be interesting because this season is very um, uh, supernatural-ish. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, other than that's it. I don't have anything going on. We have started to watch Fargo season two, which I've already seen, but Joe hadn't seen it. So I'm is watching that it again. Kirsten Dunst? Yes. Okay. Such a good season. I just, I mean, I, well, I was going to say I love that show, but I only have watched the first two seasons because then the third season was Ewan McGregor playing twins and I just couldn't get behind that. Yeah, that's super weird. And then the fourth season was Chris Rock and I just didn't really care. And I'd like to see the fifth season because I do like Juno Temple mm-hmm. um, and it just ended. So yeah, maybe I'll get around to it. What was in the first season? Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, maybe I haven't watched any of them. Because I don't remember that. Uh, it's real good. Interesting. It's real good. Um, 
I don't remember someone else is in that first season. Obviously, it's not just eight it's episodes just Billy of Bob just Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. All right, Allison Tolman, Colin Hanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, Gypsy Rose Blanchard has gotten out of prison. How do you yeah, feel about she's, this? She's been out for a hot minute. Um, yeah. uh, before you answer, I'm going to ask you a question and then keep talking. So there are two hours of 2020 last week were devoted to her, which I did not watch because I just don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I just feel like we're glorifying her for. Yes. That's how I feel as well, because, you know, we all know that our, our justice system is not geared toward mental illness and, uh, and I'm not saying she has a mental illness, but I'm saying, how could she not? Yeah, like, hopefully, I mean, I can't imagine that she would have gotten any type of therapy while she was in prison, but. That's what I, yeah. So, I'm all for, I'm, you know what, I'm all for her being out, okay? But, let's make her life better than it was before she went in. Yeah, and like, let's the first thing stuff for her. she did was get an f- iPhone and get on Instagram. Which yeah, I guess I, it's the American way nowadays, but I don't know. I know, but I feel like, and and this should be for anyone who's getting out of prison when there has been a cultural shift, a technological shift that they don't, you know, that they weren't here for. I think there should be um, programs where it's like, okay, listen, uh, you're gonna we got to teach you these things and how to be on these things and what can happen when you're on these things and you know stuff like that um especially for her like she didn't um experience the world the way she should have when she was little right and then she went from that to prison yeah to now this fishbowl yeah yeah um yeah i don't see it i don't know that she'll do something to have her go back into prison but i don't know that she's going to be super healthy yeah i hope that she uh i hope she gets the help that she i was going to say that she needs i don't know her obviously um so i can't really say that she needs it i am assuming that she you know i'm a big i mean i would fucking need it therapy so i'm i think that it's good for everybody but um yeah i also didn't realize that she was married until she got out of prison that's something else too like i just don't think I'm I'm not saying it shouldn't be allowed because that's a step too far, but like, I think it should be advised against that you marry someone that you did not know before you went to jail and you marry them while you're in jail. Like that's don't fucking do that. He's a big boy too. Yeah. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) That's the pot calling the kettle black, but it's kind of like, and maybe it's too judgmental. I, I also don't care. Like, why do you want to be married to her? You didn't know, like, all you knew of her was from the, it's just, I don't, yeah, it's just too much. It's too much. Yeah. Like, how well can you know each other, given the situation and the circumstances to getting married? I don't even know how long they've been married, but. Neither do I. And also, like, let's say you do know her really well or well enough or whatever. Do you really love her to be like, he should be the one saying, okay, let's take this slow. Let's get you into right. therapy. Let's do this. Let's do that. 
And who's to say he's not, but it's just, it, the whole right. thing is just so weird. Yeah. It's like those people who like Mary. Cause I mean, obviously she didn't do the actual killing. Right. Um, but it's like people who want to marry like Ted Bundy or something. Yeah. Like, it's why, just... like it's weird. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. It's super um, weird. She married her husband in 2022. Um, it's just, it's so weird. yeah, it's just, it's just weird. It's all weird. Life is weird. Life is weird. Life is um, weird, man. Carl Weathers passed. He did. Apollo Creed. Yeah. And others. Oh, uh, Catherine O'Hara will be in the next season of The Last of Us. Oh, she will? Yes, in a mystery role. Which I still have not watched that show either. Um, that is amazing. That will be. She's also in Beetlejuice too. All right, which opens. Uh, we have a date now, September sixth, I think. Oh, my mother's birthday! Oh, happy birthday! Um, I mean, she's dead. She doesn't care, but you know, yeah. Um, so that's we very, also... excited, very excited for that. Lost Cheetah Rivera this week. Yes, yes. The great Cheetah Rivera. That hit me. Hit me hard, but you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm just a real upper today. You know what? You are a joy to behold. I am just spreading joy everywhere spreading, I go. Spreading joy and chlamydia wherever <laughs> you go. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, I don't have anything else exciting. Um I started rehearsals for the next two shows I'm doing this week. What are the next two shows you're doing? Um I'm directing it, uh, the next show at the Ringwald. Beautiful thing. Okay. Um so we had the read through yesterday. And then after that, immediately after that, I'm directing a show called Ripcord. For I think I may have said this for that theater group that's called the Theater Arts Club. No, I oh. did not hear this. They're all it's an all women theater group. They've been around since like 1906 or something like this. Oh, so um, I'm directing this show for them. They are they only do two performances. Oh. Um, and so we had the read through on Thursday. Um, so that the ladies could start getting those lines learned. They need to learn those lines and they need all the time they can get. Yeah. So. All right. So, yeah. So I'm about to be busy, which is just going to really take away from my staying at home time. <laughs> it's really going to take away from my me being completely alone in one room. Time, and I just don't know that I can accept that. I am alone. I am utterly alone. Yes. We journeyed into the world yesterday. You You did? Yes. What did you do? We had her um, All City Choir concert. Yeah, on a Saturday? On a Saturday. And um, we invited Pete's dad, and so he was there, and then he said um, he had to come back at 5 o'clock because All City Orchestra was that evening, and another grandchild, my nephew, is in orchestra. And I turned to Pete, and then we, you know, we would see 
kids walking in and they had instruments so they had to do choir and orchestra and it was clear that they weren't going to leave the school all day and like our concert was at one theirs wasn't until five and I turned to Pete I said you know sometimes I'm sad that we didn't give Lily a a sibling and then there's these days where I think we could have multiples and one could be in choir and one could be in orchestra and one could have a soccer game then I'm just happy with our choices yeah, because uh, it really um, plays well into your downtime. Yes, yes, yes. So congratulations. So, um, yeah. But How it was, was good. the concert? It was good. It was good. Um, I gotta say, the, the parents of the Ferndale School District are just impossible. The teachers don't get paid enough. They're just impossible. It was a lovely concert. We came home and then someone has posted on Facebook. There were too many religious songs. Okay. I am not religious in any way. And no, I don't want religion shoved down my throat either. But you have to have some common sense about what is public domain to be sung at a concert. What they don't have to pay for. What type of music or is she teaching that these things would fall into like like fucking open just for a second think about other things besides whether you're fucking comfortable with something or not oh god like she they sang something from mama mia no one mentioned that i don't like musicals uh no one's i you know i should post on the how dare you do something from mama mia what are they complaining about now What's like what song? Honestly, I don't even. There was one. There was one at the very end that I think was um, a spiritual, but she made an announcement saying they have been singing this song. If you're an alumni from Ferndale, you probably know the song. They've been singing it for years now. It skipped my time at Ferndale, so I didn't know the song. But she makes an announcement that it's a fucking tradition to sing this song. And number two, guess what, people? It's Black Fucking History Month, which is something she was focusing on in class. But people had a fucking problem with it. Jesus Christ. And I, exactly. (laughs) And I, it's just like, first of all, these kids don't, they're not taking the words into consideration. Like, oh, and they sang Joyful, Joyful from Sister Act. Mm-hmm. And that was too much. That was too We don't want to hear Joyful, Joyful. Oh, my God. I know. I can't. Like, I can't. But, you know, they don't have any problem with the whole school getting Christmas off when not everyone celebrates Christmas. That's okay. Right. That's not offensive to anybody. Right. Oh, God. See, this is what... Buckle up, everybody. We're in moods, and I just got myself in a mood. (laughs) Like, I can't. It's uh, people, just people. Like, I just. Like, we're teetering too far. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't please everyone all the fucking time. No. You have to think about other factors than whether you're religious or not. Right. And other people, because there, it's not just you in right. this world. She's celebrating Black Fucking History Month, you piece of shit. And it's already the shortest month of the year, so right in a predominantly black school, by the way. Yeah, 
Like, fuck all the way. Oh, oh my oh God. I just got so mad about it. I just got now, so mad about it. Sorry. Have you heard, like, I didn't really know the extent of why MAGA's all upset with this whole Taylor Swift thing. Do you know what the reason is? Oh, my God. From what I can understand, from what I can understand, because, and it's not understandable because it doesn't make sense. Right. The theory is that. Okay. Oh, hold on. I had to be disgusting. My nose was running. Okay. Oh, this is what I want to talk about super quick. It leads into the answer to your question. Okay. I now understand football and actually had a lot of fun watching it last Sunday. Oh, wow. I know. Listen. Um, I And I realized that I'm not so much a Fairweather fan as I sports have to be high stakes to me. And okay. we were just playing a regular season. Like that's not high stakes to me. You know what I mean? So yeah. like the Super Bowl, it's like, oh my, oh my, like it's high stakes. And because the Lions have never been and it was a big deal, it was just fun. Anyway, there has been this theory floated around that has been sort of proven true that the Super Bowl is always fixed. They always know who's gonna play. They lead it in that direction. There's even a big thing. Um there is referees, a group Just of referees. Sorry. Keep going. Sorry. There's a group of referees. It has been proven that they fix games. Like they make bad calls, weird calls, whatever. Then graphics were released on during a commercial um, saying Reuben McIntyre is going to be playing at the Super Bowl with the 49ers versus the Ravens or whoever it was. So, and this was way before they had even played, the Lions had even played. So, the theory is that the Super Bowl is scripted and it's fixed, which mm-hmm. actually, I believe I can get behind. Okay. Cut to um, Taylor Swift is involved with uh, Travis Kelsey, and MAGA has now said that the Super Bowl is fixed for... Taylor Swift to be at the Super Bowl. And somehow, this is where it gets murky, mind you. Somehow, that means Joe, it's a thing for Joe Biden. Yeah. So, what I heard is that, it, yes, the Super Bowl is fixed. And whatever team he plays for is in Kansas City. Yes. They are going to win. So, that will get her onto the field at the end of the game. So that she can publicly endorse Joe Biden. Right. From the field. Because, so, because someone would do that. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And then, uh, whatever. It makes no sense. Because the NFL would allow her to do that. Like, it, uh, like she's Taylor Swift. Right now, she is the most famous person in the world. The NFL, are they going to put a camera on her if she's there? Absolutely. They're not going to stop their celebrations if this, if he wins, if she's there, blah, 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 so that she can go, by the way, I'm voting for Joe Biden. No, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Also, also, people don't care as much about who she's voting for anyway. Right. They don't. And if they are fans of hers, they either know how she's going to vote or B can make a justification for why they think she would vote differently. So the, it, the whole thing is just uh, stupid. Yeah. 
and make zero sense. Zero point zero point zero. It just, I, you know, they, I can't, I just, I can't, everybody is crazy. Yep. So anywho. <laughs> Shall we talk about our gal? Uh, please, because I can no longer deal with this. Um, We are speaking about America Ferreira. America the Beautiful. Who has, and she is beautiful, my God. Um, who was just nominated for an Oscar. She sure was. She sure was. America, Georgina Ferreira. I love her name. That's great. Georgina. Georgina. I just think it's perfect. Is an American actress. She has received numerous accolades, including a Primetime Emmy Award, Golden Globe Award, Screen Actors Guild, Guild Award, in addition to a nomination uh, for an Academy Award in 2007. Time named her one of the 100 most influential people in the world. And in 2023, she was named BBC in BBC's 100 Women list. Uh, she is the youngest of six children. She was born in Los Angeles, California. Wow. Her parents, America Griselda, isn't that Ooh. a great name? And Carlos Gregorio. That's a great name, too. I don't know why I'm all up in their asses about their names. <laughs> We're originally from Honduras and immigrated to the United States in the mid 1970s. Where hmm. has stated that she has Lenka ancestry. I don't know what that is. Her mother worked as the director of housekeeping staff for one of the Hilton hotels and stressed the importance of higher education. When Ferrer was seven, her parents divorced and her father returned to Honduras. Oh, hmm. Ferrer was estranged from her father when he died there in 2010. Uh, she was raised in the Woodland Hills section of Los Angeles, where she attended Calabash Street Elementary School, George Ellery Hale Middle School, and El Camino uh, Real High School. That sounds fake. Why is it El Camino Real High School? Because it's a real high school. I mean, uh, hello, fellow children. This is a real high school. <laughs> Please come inside. <laughs> come, come inside for learning things. <laughs> Uh, at age seven, she played a small role in the school production of Hamlet. And when she was 10, she played huh, the artful Dodger in Oliver. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, well, at El Camino Real High School, she took acting lessons. She entered the University of Southern California on a presidential scholarship, double majoring in theater and international relations. Oh, she's one of those. I'm smart and talented. <laughs> Um, she dropped out to focus on her acting career. Oh, thank God. Okay. But completed her bachelor's degree in May, 2013. Wow. I know. Um, Ferreira has been politically active during the 2008 presidential primary. She, alongside Chelsea Clinton and Amber Tamblin, led the Hill Blazers organization in support of Hillary Clinton. Hmm. Well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ferreira first met actor, director, and writer Ryan Pierce uh, Williams when he was cast when he cast her in a student film at SCU. Hmm. Nope, UCS, <laughs> USC, uh, SUV. Jesus, Christ. <laughs> she went to the College of SUV. <laughs> just said those three letters in ten different. <laughs> Ways. Uh, 
<laughs> the couple got engaged in G- June 2010 and married in June 2011. On January 1st, 2018, Ferrer and Williams well re- nope, revealed that they were expecting their first child. She announced on her Instagram page on May 29th, 2018, that she had given birth that month to a boy, Sebastian. Hmm. On May 1st, nope, May 4th, 2020, Ferrer gave birth to a girl, Lucia. Oh. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ferrer was a guest narrator at Disney's Candlelight Procession at Walt Disney World in 2015. Hmm. Isn't that, isn't that great? little feather in her little cap anyway there's that that's it that's all we have about her personal life all right um well for her career um, i'm gonna start with a quote she says in early 2001 when i had just turned 17 i got an opportunity to start my acting career with two movies back to back it was the dream that nobody ever imagined was possible for me but I had always believed in myself because my mother had raised me to believe that in the United States of America, being a poor, short, brown, fat daughter of immigrants did not preclude my dreams. If anything, it made me an underdog. And there's not much that the USA loves more than a good underdog story. In July 2002, she appeared in her first television film, Gotta Kick It Up, for the Disney Channel. Um, and then she went on to appear in her feature movie debut in Real Women Have Curves. She followed this with the roles in television, uh, including Touched by an Angel. Uh, she appeared in the TV movie Plain Song. And then in 2005, she appeared in the film How the Garcia Girls Spent Their Summer. Later that year, she was featured in the movie Steel City, which received nominations at the Film Independent Spirit Awards and the Sundance Film Festival. In December of 2005, she appeared in the off-Broadway play Dog Sees God, Confessions of a Teenage Blockhead. She then starred as Carmen in 2005 in The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants and reprised her role in the sequel, 2008's The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. Huh. Electric Boogaloo. Real creative name. Listen. They're traveling pants. What, what, what more do you want? <laughs> in 2006, she landed the lead role of Betty Suarez in ABC's new comedy drama, drama, comedy drama, Ugly Betty, uh, which was an adaptation of a successful Colombian telenovela. Uh, I'm not even going to try to say the Spanish because I don't know. Okay. Um, in Ugly Betty, uh, she portrays a girl who whom her peers find extremely unattractive, thus the series title. In 2007, she won numerous accolades for her performance in the series. She also won the Triple Crown for acting in television. She won the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in a Television Series, Musical, or Comedy. She won the Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Comedy Series, and the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. She became the first Latina woman to win the Outstanding Lead Actress Award at the Emmys. And that has not been repeated since then. Right. Um, Among other film work, she voiced the role of Astrid in How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, In 2011, she made her London stage debut playing Roxy Hart in the musical Chicago in London's West End. 
Oh, I love that. I know. I would love to have seen that. Um, in 2012, she was featured in the four-hour documentary Half the Sky, Turning Oppression into Opportunity for Women Worldwide, which premiered on PBS in October of 2012. In March uh, 2015, she was added to the cast of the NBC sitcom Superstore, playing Amy, a 10-year veteran floor supervisor at a superstore named Cloud9. In addition to her main role, she also had co-production duties for the series. After NBC had initially announced a sixth season of the series, the network revealed on February 28, 2020, that she would be departing at the end of the fifth season, citing new projects and, and to spend time with her family. However, and due to the COVID-19 pandemic, it shut down Superstore's fifth season with one episode left to film. Her departure was delayed into season six in order to give her character's arc a proper closure. Mm. And then on March 10th, 2021, NBC announced that she would return for this show's one-hour series finale. In 2019, it was announced that she would be credited as an executive producer and director for the Netflix comedy drama series Gentrified, which premiered on February 21st, 2020. In February 2021, it was announced that she would make her feature-length directorial debut with I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter. I did read that that will be happening this year, so I don't know oh, okay. why it was delayed. But in 2023, she appeared in the film Barbie, for which she was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. And she also appeared in the film Dumb Money, which I am too frightened to watch because i don't <laughs> think i will understand it i'm too frightened to watch <laughs> and she recently invested in an all-female professional football team founded by fellow actress natalie portman in los angeles that strives to guarantee equal pay and conditions for female athletes mm. and that is america ferrera all right what is your first encounter with her um i mean i think that i heard of her but i had never seen either movie that we chose oh you had it. i couldn't remember if you had seen yours or not no um but i had heard of her with um her first movie i had heard of her okay and then really I was aware of her for Ugly Betty, but I didn't watch any of those things. So I've known of her pretty much since her emergence. So you did not watch Ugly Betty? I did not. Did you watch Superstore? I did not. Oh, it's so good. They're both so good. I love both of them. Um, um I'm going to put Superstore on my list, though. Yeah, it's real good. I really enjoy it. And you knew of her... Uh, really, Joe and I were talking about it um, from Real Women, Real Women Have Curves came out when I was on tour with the plays that I was doing. And it was playing in Washington, D.C. when I was there. And like you just knew what was playing all the movies because that's all you really did during the day. Right. But I, I didn't see it. Um, but that was really where I first became aware of her. And then really Ugly Betty. Um. So, yeah. So, what did you watch? Or what did you have us watch? So, I had us watch Sisterhood of the Tribe. 
pants. The sisterhood of the traveling pants. And go ahead. Uh... Are, are you asking me or am I asking you? <laughs> I was going to say, and what did you think of it? But then it looked like you were starting to oh, say I something see. else. Um, you loved it. Uh, I don't love it. I like it. Okay. Though. And you, you liked it well enough. Yeah, I liked it well enough. I thought it was uh, charming. I don't never need to watch it again. Yeah, I, uh, there was a lot of it that I had not remembered. Um, I had read the book, and then we saw the movie. And Joe, I watched it with Joe yesterday, and he was like, "Oh, doesn't she do this? And doesn't this happen?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I have no fucking idea." That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the soundtrack is terrible. <laughs> oh my god, those songs that just would come on, like, oh my god, stop. Um, if you don't know, The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is a 2005 American comedy drama directed by Ken Quapis. Quapis, yeah. Um, based on the 2001 novel of the same name by Anne Brashears. It stars American Ferreira, Amber Tamblin, Blake Lively, and Alexis Bledel. Um, it's basically these pants that fit everyone these jeans and they're all well they're not all wildly different in shape but they're different shapes and sizes but they fit them all and this is the first summer these four best friends are going to spend apart and they are going to mail these jeans back and forth to each other and then adolescent growth ensues (laughs) yeah i really wish that i i for me like this movie really works best when they're together Yes. So I don't like the separate storylines. I don't really care about them. And of course, the Amber Tamlin one. Look, my favorite one when they're apart is is really is America Ferrera's story is the one I was really most invested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amber Tamlin's just feels the most contrived. Um, For sure. But I, but I, I really love the four of them together. So I just really wished that there would have been more of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't care about Blake Lively's story at all. Um, and not really Alexis Bledel's either. Oh, I hate. I, okay. <clears throat> From the movies we watched these week, this week, what I've learned is that old world grandmothers are the fucking worst. <laughs> they are the worst people in the whole world um yeah i don't give a fuck about greece and your boyfriend in greece i don't care although greece is very beautiful yeah movies are to be believed yeah um and also alexis bladell she bothers me how so because i don't think she's an actress i think she's just someone that has a certain way about her that gets her cast in things but she just plays herself yeah did you watch gilmore girls yes and i loved gilmore girls and then i rewatched gilmore girls and i went wait a second this is kind of terrible <laughs> um yeah she's just her with her little voice and the way she purses her little lips and yeah i can see that yeah i just i don't think she's an actress i just think she's a pretty girl who her 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 style never goes out of style. I don't. Yeah, she just doesn't. Yeah, 
Um, and the Blake Lively one, I was like, you're a child. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, and then the Amber Tamblyn one, um, yeah, I was like, that's weird. Okay. Um, without spoiling it, like, all right. <laughs> that's, that's a little ham-handed. Okay. <laughs> um, and America Ferreira's storyline, she has, uh, she lives with her mother. Her father left them a long time ago. He now has a new family and they are the whitest of white. Mm-hmm. Um, when they pulled up to the house, Joe was like, oh, isn't the new mother Nancy Travis? I was like, oh, my God. No, I can't imagine that it is. And then she came out and I'm like, oh, no, it's not her. Oh. And oh. then we looked it up and I'm like, oh, no, that is her. Because yeah, I was, was like, her. I think she would be far too old at this point to be. But no, it's it was her. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I I. I almost want to watch the second one. It's not, it's terrible. It is? Yeah, it's terrible. I hated the second one. What happens in the second one? I don't even remember. I just remember seeing it and being like, oh, that was terrible. I feel like mm. Grease is involved again. Oh. The country, not the musical. I My mind literally instantly went to the musical and i was like how what i feel like they star in a production of greece <laughs> that's weird okay um but uh, i did say after it was over like i wish that they actually would do one now yes like, that they all have daughters yes because i really do feel like they do have nice chemistry together like um like at the end when they're together and they're driving you know down to america Ferreira's dad's house and all of that but I thought it'd be fun to revisit them because also this was filmed before Blake Lively Lively had Gossip Girl. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are um, real life best friends too. Like since that movie, they they're all very close. So it would be really neat to see them now. Yeah, that would be sweet. Do a movie together. Um. But yeah, Alexis Bledel is just, mm, mm, uh, but I liked it. I just don't need to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. So, yeah. Um, and what did you have us watch? Real Women Have Curves, her very first film. Very first movie. You... God, Joe, you're an enigma. I just don't know. You, you love it. I did. I loved this movie. It was one of those things when I, when it was over, I was like, I can't believe I haven't seen this until now. Like, Oh, you had I, never seen it before? No. I thought it was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. You liked it. So here's... <sighs> I'm going to say this. I loved it, but I hated it. Um, we have, as, as, as people I'm sure have sussed out, you and I have very different tastes in what are good movies. Yes. Um, to me, good movies are your Jurassic parks. Your star. I don't want, I want a movie to transport me to something that I don't deal with in my real life right 
but I watched this movie and it was a great movie. It was an important movie. Everyone does an amazing job, but I just, her fucking mother, I wanted to punch her so hard that I just can't even. So it's hard for me when it makes me feel anything other than detachment. I, I have to really ask myself, like, was this really a good movie? Yes. It was a really good movie. I loved it because it was a good movie. I'm never going to watch it again. It was too, like, it was, her mother is such a fucking asshole. I can't, I just can't. Um, Go ahead. I I will say, I love Lupe Antaveros, who plays her mother. I love her so much. She Mm -hmm. is, she died a a while ago, much too young. Um, If you've seen Selena, she plays the woman who kills Selena. Um, oh yeah and she used to get death threats oh she did i i I believe that yeah and like people Mm -hmm. had to i think selena's family came out and said you realize that's an actress right that's not the real woman fucking stop it yeah um i have always loved her and i i I see what you're saying obviously she's not a kind woman in this movie mm-hmm. but i liked that they sort of gave us uh an idea of where she was coming from and why she was so the way she is not that it excused it but at least for me it explained it a little bit um but what, but what it, whatever you're talking about it didn't explain it to me so refresh me even like though just i literally coming, just watched it coming to this country and and all like having to give up her her dreams and her everything that she might have wanted because she had to do whatever she could do along with her husband to provide for the family so that when i almost said betty when uh america ferrera wants to go to college and they're like no she has to work and she'll go eventually but but she needs to help out in the family factory or whatever and it's I think I'm obviously not a parent, but when you, when given that choice where she could be um, like, of course, my child should have all the opportunities that she can have in this country. Or you can say, well, fuck that. I didn't get that. So, so she's not going to get that. And obviously she goes the second route, but I think it's because of how she came up. And her, obviously her father is much more, is much nicer about it, right. but you know, they live in a multi-generational home and like the, the daughter and it it's, you know, that she points America points out, you know, that they're really just acting as a sweatshop for Bloomingdale's because her, her sister makes dresses mm-hmm. and she, they live in East LA and they make these gorgeous gowns really that they sell for $18 a gown and mm-hmm. then Bloomingdale's sells them for $600 a mm-hmm. gown. And mm-hmm. so they're, they bust their asses to get these dresses made for the pittance that mm-hmm. they get. And they, they can't afford to pay the staff. Um, it's hot. So it's just, it was for me, it was just like, uh, it was just, I, you know, like I, I, I saw it. I got where they were coming from. And not that made me like her anymore as a character. But I was like, okay, I see where you're coming from. And I wish that you could be 
I wish that you could offer your daughter more grace than you are. Although I must say, I did get such a tickle out of the fact that she thought she was pregnant. <laughs> oh my God. And I, oh my God, like what? <laughs> Mom, you're not pregnant. Of course I am. Oh no. <laughs> um, yeah. I 100% see what you're saying. And I would take the, she take the second round. I would take the first route. Like, um, yeah. There's a lot of generational trauma there that her mother isn't doing her part to alleviate. Absolutely. 100%. And I'm not, by any means, I am not excusing her behavior because I do think. 100%. No, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And plus, I just love her so much. And I thought she was so good in this. Oh, um, she is. She's so good. Everybody is so good. I was with the grandpa, too. Oh, my God. He's so sweet. Oh, he is so sweet. And I love when, oh, we're going to go to the movies. And then she, he drops her off at her date. I know. It was so yeah. sweet. So sweet. Which is why I expected him when George Lopez comes to say, like, hey, she got a full ride to go to the school, blah, 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 blah. I expected grandpa to be like, no, she's going. I thought he was going to do that as well. And he didn't. And I was like, no. well, screw you, Grandpa. What the fuck? Yeah. And I think it's interesting, too, that just that, like, really, her sister was all for her. But even her sister was not very vocal about letting her go. You know what I mean? Right. It just seems like it was just this whole tight-knit, like, thing of, I don't know. Like, first of all, probably not speaking out against the mother. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, it wasn't until the father said, you know, you have my blessing. And then things got loosened and her grandpa was like, don't worry about me and all of that stuff. Right. But um, yeah, I just, she was so good. It's just so funny. She's just such a little baby in it. Um, it is. But oh, she's so good in it. She is. And she's just a little, little chubster. She's so cute. So cute. Also, in both of these movies, America Ferreira strips out of her clothes and I, is in her underwear. <laughs> Because I watched Traveling Pants second. So when they start trying on the pants, I was like, what the fuck? Why is it see America Ferrera without her pants on day? What is happening? And you know what? I would kill for her fucking body. Are you kidding? Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. So I very much like my films to be i love pandering to the fans when it comes to certain <laughs> franchises i love that i love the goofy everything's wrapped in a bow bullshit i love those things because i want to escape you know yeah. but i am smart enough to go that's a brilliant movie and it's an important movie and everyone was great in it i just don't want to ever watch again because i will punch my screen <laughs> yeah i was it yeah I already said it, but I just was so moved by it. Just like you said, all of it, they were all just so good. And I loved how she, as a character, America, I'm talking about, how she never gave in to her mother. You know what I mean? Like she still um, did what she wanted to do. I mean, she did. I, mean, I think she ultimately ended up working in the factory because she knew that she was going to be able to help her sister. But I also felt like it she knew it wasn't going to be forever you know right 
Um, but like still like going dating that kid and like fucking him and all of that stuff. Like she just was like, she owned her shit, you know? And that little, this is so, it was so subtle that, which is why it was so fucking good. When she's like, you don't have to worry about me. This isn't a thing. Like you're going to go to college and you're probably going to meet some skinny girl. And he was like, yeah, this look that flitted across her face was so perfect because she meant what she was saying. But it would have been nice if he had said like, oh, you know, come on. But he was like, you're right. Yeah. I will fuck a skinny girl. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just this look of Jesus Christ. Like, you're not even smart enough to like placate me for like half a fucking second. Yeah. Like I meant what I said, but like, fuck you. What the fuck? Joe was like, I just, why doesn't she believe in herself? And I was like, she's just beating him to the punch. Like she feels like she's going to do it before he can. But also the way she played the whole movie is that. I felt like she did believe in herself the whole time. Yes. She was, but because of the family she had, she was realistic because she says to her mother, I like my body. Yeah. Yeah. And while she likes it, she's realistic and it's this little, you know, 18 year old white boy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she was beating him to the punch and she, it and she didn't want to be with him. It wasn't some game. It wasn't like, oh, she really was like, no, we fucked. It's good. You're going to college. That's great. This is all I wanted. But it would have been nice for him mm-hmm. to say 100%. like that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. No, you're right. This is unrealistic. This was fun, but it would have been so the look that goes across her face it's it's not that she doesn't believe in herself i don't think it's just that she doesn't really believe in other people because no one's really given her a reason to yeah i think that's so astute yeah i mean when your mother calls you butterball all the time it's not going to do a whole lot for for your self-confidence so when my mother never ever said anything about my weight you know aside from putting me on the diet pills when i was eight years old un- unbeknownst to myself but she never said anything to me but she called me pumpkin and one day i lost my shit i was like you call me pumpkin because pumpkins are fat she was like that never even crossed my mind you fucking weirdo she didn't say that that would have been very wrong for her to say but she was like no i don't it's a cute word and so that's why and then so it's very watching this movie too. It's like, where do you even get that from when your parent doesn't say those things to you? Like you still get that. So for your mother to say that to you. Yeah. Yeah. She was just such a terrible mother. I'm yeah, sorry. She was, no, she was not. She was not a great Fucking mom. Horrible. Like even when she doesn't want her to go to her last day of school. Yeah. Cause she's sick. Cause she's sick. God bless. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, it was brilliant. I did not enjoy it because it was an enjoyable ride. I enjoyed it because it was fine cinema. Yeah. But I really never was. have to sit through again. <laughs> well, I'm so thrilled with um that I got to see it and just what a great week it was. Yeah, they were both great. And yeah. she's so great. She really is. So yeah, put Superstore on your list of things. It is. It is. Right now I'm doing the modern family. Uh. Right. 
and yeah, Superstore. What others? Are there others that I haven't? What of others hers? can you think of? No, not or of just hers, in just in general. Um, nope. All right, cool. Good talk. Just Good Superstore, talk. and then you're done. And then I'm done with all TV yeah. forever. <laughs> um, do you know what we're? Go- oh, you're not going to be here next week. Yeah, we we have to take next week off because of me. Because I don't do anything, so <laughs> I'm always free. But do you know what you want to do the week after? Are we gonna? No. Yeah, no, oh, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. So yeah. think about us in our absence. <laughs> think of me. Think of, Think me, of fondly, me fondly, as we say. <laughs> and uh, you can write us. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Three funny ladies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Insta, and you can also slide into those DMs and smash that like button and smash it with your penis. <laughs> but if you do that, we need pictures. Um, all right. Well, Godspeed. Well, Godspeed. Well, we'll see you in two weeks. Yep, sure enough. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye now.